Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Elevate every morning with Tommy John's Second Skin Underwear. The luxurious support of Second Skin guarantees everything will go smoothly. With over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five-star reviews, guys love Tommy John. Plus, your most valuable assets are covered with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. Shop Tommy John's friends and family sale right now and get 25% off site-wide at TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. See site for details. Hello and welcome to Unequal Sequel Extra. How are you today, everybody? This is the podcast where we talk about sequel goodness. Way. Hey. Sequely. <laughs> now, for listeners of the last week's episode, know what's going on with Rich. He wasn't in a very good mood last week because he hasn't been eating. And he still hasn't been eating this week. No. But he's, he's now on the next part of the the diet is it a diet it's not really a diet is it no it's just preparation for the operation for the procedure yeah. uh, so he's going to try his best to gear himself up for this but he's on liquids now i'm i'm so low energy right now it's ridiculous <laughs> i'm sorry that i'm laughing but you're not i've had a, i'm not i've had a weird week as well to be honest because it's it's january yeah uh, january blues they're actually a thing i think no, I, th- I think it's like there's like science behind it that this week of January that we've just gone through is like the time when everyone's like the lowest. I felt it, man. I felt I was in a really weird mood, partially because I think it's the first week without double podcasting, mm. and I just felt lost. <laughs> I really did. I, I didn't know what to do with my time. I was really confused by it all. Like it was like something was missing from my life because three months of the year, well, not year, like. Twice, six months of the year it's so head on yeah it's like a part-time job this thing but i like it and when it ends it's like something's been taken away from me it's <laughs> it's really bizarre and i'm not arguing because i wouldn't want to do it the whole year round mm. like some yeah people do. god bless those podcasters that find people to talk to every week that's uh, that's a slog isn't it like i couldn't even imagine uh doing that but i think yesterday and today I feel much better so we're going to talk about sequels again today for a Friday stuff and Rich has come up with this and I'm very excited well, to talk about it. So, yeah. Well <laughs> I mean sort of inspired by our chat with with Matt Coyne, Man vs. Baby, Absolutely. about the uh ET two sequel treatment that sounded horrendous. Mm. And also I was reading an article about January being dump month. Yeah, so this do you want to explain time... what that is to listeners? Yeah, so apparently January and February are the time that studios dump projects, basically. So this is the time when studios look at the pro- all the projects they've got lined up and decide whether they're going to keep them or dump them. And this happens in kind of movies and TV, apparently. I don't know. So we thought, in honour of Dump Month and ET2 Nocturnal Fears, which, mm. oh, my days, sounds bad, Bonkers. we would do our top three sequels that never got made, essentially, mm. I think is the... 
I wouldn't say I wouldn't it. say so teased, like you know the end of end of like credit teasers like Marvel do. I mean properly yeah. never got made like yeah. the out of the blue sequels. I would I would call them think fucking hell they try to make a sequel to that one. Rumors, maybe a treatments around, maybe a director's Scripts. attached or an yeah. actor's attached. Scripts happen, but nothing gets made. Kind of then that's that's kind of where we're at. But yeah, not none of that Marvel or DC stuff. No, because kind of... January is a really peculiar month when mm. you start researching it in 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 the world of film. Because yes, it's the the, the time of the year when studios try and put out Oscar bait films. Yes. In England, we always get them a month later to the, to the Americans. So yep. you lucky chaps. It's also a, a graveyard of films they don't really want anyone to see sometimes yeah which is Final bizarre. destination too <laughs> and then sometimes studios take a bit of a risk like scream five last year and because mm. nothing else is out no so it's if it's a big enough title then it's going to make money and i don't understand why more studios don't take advantage of that no it's, that's true it's bizarre You'd, i think maybe it's just a it's a low a low cinema going month because people are you know january they've people have had the excess of christmas and so they don't go out so much and so maybe cinema numbers are always down mm. but like you say like if it was a big it was like avatar 2 for example yeah that'd well, be big enough there. to get everyone there and obviously yeah that's still going so and i guess maybe that's the other thing is that all the big movies get released for christmas so maybe still people are still seeing those essentially because people are still going to watch avatar aren't they so they are yes <laughs> bless them have you been tempted to go and see that one again no of course no, I me haven't. neither, me neither. <laughs> yeah. I, no. I went and saw the man called otto whatever with tom hanks the other day oh, not yeah? prepared not prepared for that one okay. uh, I'll, I'll talk to that in our end of month roundup i watched the menu which is funny. I've watched loads of food program, food That's stuff. That's not an ideal thing. Like, I, know, to... I, I know, right? But I watched the bear and I watched the menu. So yeah, I've. Uh... You might as well watch MasterChef while you're at. <laughs> yeah, I stick the hairy bikers on. Yeah, bless him. <laughs> uh, anyway, back to our point. So, three unmade sequels that I wouldn't even say are good, but. I want, I'd like to see kind of like the bonkers. I think, uh, yeah, bonkers. I think is the good way of think, thinking about it. Like, it's it's I, amazing that what some things nearly get made. Yeah, uh, and then what people think are good ideas, hmm. which is bizarre. But how, where do you, where do you want to start? Should we? Because I think we might have one or two the same. Yeah. Well, okay. We'll just we'll just start, shall we? We we'll yeah. just yeah. So just start. <laughs> I think my first one has been mentioned by one of our guests in the kind of dream sequel conversation. Yeah. Um and it's a few of these uh, have. Yeah, a few of these have, yeah. My but my first one is LA Confidential. Two. Um LA well, yeah, LA Confidential a sequel because there've been a few sequels penned. Uh, mm. Because there are there are books that have recurring characters from LA Confidential. There are sequels to the to the book, so there are kind of there have always been rumours about a a sequel to the '97 movie, which is so good, by the way. It's so good. No wonder they want to do a sequel. Um, but yeah, I think the most strong um, rumour was uh, the kind of seeing Russell Crowe and Guy Pearce come back with a young Chadwick Boseman. Uh, in an LA Confidential sequel. I mean, that's a cast, isn't it? And I think it's uh yeah, it's set in the mid seventies. I think is the is the idea. So right. obviously, like Crow and and Guy Pierce have aged um, and dramatically. Think, yeah. 
What was yeah. it, Guy Pearce? Uh, not Guy Pearce, Russell Crowe's name was Bud. I remember that. Yeah. But also, uh, and I remember, I remember winning Oscars and stuff and doing really well. And like you said, there's a series of books. Yeah, so absolutely. How... And it made $126 million from like a $35 million budget. So it made money. I, I am surprised. Sort of I thought this would be a winner. And I, I remember when Chris Hewitt came on as, and talked about this because this was his dream sequel. And they literally had this thing ready to go. I think they had a script. They had Guy Pierce, Russell Crowe, Chadwick Boseman, mm. and the director who was a writer of the original. Yeah. Because Curtis Hansen has died. I think it was Curtis Hansen. And no studio would touch it, which I find remarkable. I think it was the director was, um, they had lined up was. Uh... Oh, Brian Helgeland. Yeah, which I think didn't he write the first? He was involved in the first one, was he not? Of I can believe I made this yeah, up again in I my so. imaginary world. Do do do. Dave's happy. Yeah, no, yeah, he was there. co-writer was in right. the first one. Yeah, yeah, you're okay. right. Yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> so Brian Helgeland has done. Uh, shall I look it up? <laughs> yeah, there is one in my head that's annoying me that I can't remember. I, can't, I was going to say I had two. <laughs> Oh, uh, Legend, he did. The um, the Tom Hardy Cray film. Twins with Tom yep. Hardy. And A Knight's Tale. Really? Yeah, he did A Knight's Tale. <laughs> which I really like. I really Love like A Knight's Tale. Tale. I think that's a cracking film. So, yeah, he's um, he's not got a massive back catalogue directing. I think he's more I'm of a not... writer, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. I've not heard of anything else. There's something called The Sin Eater in 2003. But, but yeah, so a couple of good movies. And so, yeah, maybe a decent kind of decent way forward but yeah it didn't didn't happen so i'm guessing now this is not going to be made well obviously not with chadwick boseman no no clearly not um and i think there was an attempt at a television series in sort of 2018 but again that didn't come together but yeah i think it's something we'd like to see i think it would be it seems to be something that's maybe a bit kind of failed you know maybe it's just one of those one of those things that People always think, you know, that's a good idea. There are books out there, you know, there's stories, we can tell them, but they've just just destined never to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. Like no. you said, if it would happen, I think it would have been, it would be a TV series now. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think we'll get one with uh, Guy Pearce and um, Russell Crowe. And I think that sadly, that time has passed. Mm. And sadly also with Chadwick Boseman. I can't, those three at that point in that career. That would have been great, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh well. oh well, never mind. Oh, well. Never mind. Yeah. Okay. So, what's your first one then, Dave? My first one I want to talk about is the sequel to Seven called Eight, which is, sounds so ridiculous. I was going to say I've heard of this and it sounds bonkers. <laughs> Apparently, well, the reason they uh, didn't want to do it because Fincher turned it down, and I've got a quote. Fincher said, "I'll ha- I have less interest in that than I would in having cigarettes put out of my eyes." I mean, fair. <laughs> and basically the idea it was already a script so it was already made and it wasn't connected to seven but obviously seven came out hugely popular they mm. wanted more of it and they somehow wanted morgan freeman and brad pitt's comeback also apparently the studio wanted to change the end of seven right what which, yeah, <laughs> okay to make it so they could keep using the characters right I read like Morgan Freeman's supposed to be like clairvoyant or something. Yes, the... he is. Oh, he is meant to be a psychic and it's called A and it's set meant to be in 2002. And then they tried to get everyone together and they all said no, because that's a stupid <laughs> idea. And it is. It is a stupid idea because no one wants to see a sequel to Seven called Eight. I mean, that's fucking ridiculous. No, it is. It's Seven but... Deadly Sins. There aren't eight deadly sins. Are exactly. There? Yeah, that makes no relevance. And Presby, when they said Eight, the poster was like 
E I and then eight T eight whatever H T yeah yeah and I was like well they've seen the poster already got to the point where they made the poster though that's like pretty much that's pretty Um, far on and then weirdly a few years later in two thousand six they so everyone said no they couldn't get it made they actually turned that script into a film anyway oh it's called Solace I had no idea about this until I went down this deep oh right okay and do you know who's in it Colin Farrell's in it. Wow. Anthony Hopkins is in it. Um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan's in it. I'm going to have to look this up. Uh, Abby Cornish is in it. I've never seen it. And it's about two psychics. One's a serial killer and the other one is not a serial killer. He helps the police. But obviously they can see what's happening around each other kind of thing. So how can you catch someone who knows you're coming for them? It does sound a bit weird. Like, <laughs> Well, Seven's not normal. It's all about serial killers. I think that's what they were trying to do. Yeah, I know. It. But Seven could Deadly kind of sins. happen in real life you yeah, know? Like yeah. That, that's, that's that's it's grounded are you saying Whereas psychics the, are not real rich i'm saying psychics aren't real dave <laughs> <laughs> sorry Derek akora fans it's hey, bullshit I, I met Derek akora once he was doing a photo shoot down the side of my uh, building in soho which we quite often call piss alley because that's where everyone has pisses uh and i was like you probably don't want to be taking pictures down here <laughs> amazing and he was like against the wall, like Derek oh, Cook. No. <laughs> the pissy wall and he's leaning on it. Oh. Oh anyway. So, uh, yeah. That was my only ever interaction with Derek Accord. And obviously I used to love Most Haunted. Did you? Um, yeah, you did, don't you? You love you love that nonsense. I love Ghost Hunt uh, Ghost Adventures, <laughs> but everything else doesn't really touch to it, to be honest. But yeah, I think that would have been bonkers. In a way, I know Seven is such a good solo film that it mm. doesn't need a sequel. It never needed a sequel. You don't want to see what those characters are doing afterwards, you know? Nope, no. Brad Pitt's had a rough time anyways. What's happening afterwards is, yeah, Brad Pitt's got serious PTSD and is probably... He's in prison, isn't he, I guess, for a yeah, bit. Yeah, he, he kills the guy, yeah. He kills the guy. So he's in, a, he's in a probably in a in a prison for well yeah probably not a prison probably a hospital a secure mental facility mm. with severe PTSD and Morgan Freeman's probably just I don't know working in a deli somewhere because he's given up well he carried on working he was like whatever the kid wants mm, true I don't see how they thought that was a good I know people love money studios mm, yeah of course but some things just don't just don't need it do they well that's that's why it didn't get made I guess because we just don't need it because <laughs> everyone thought no that's a fucking stupid idea Mm. And I love how they were like, oh, we've got the script. It can be connected to Seven. They're like, no, it can't. No, it can't. And then yeah. year 2000, it took, what, 97? Was it 95, Seven? And then... Yeah, no, yeah, 95? Yeah, yeah something like that. So. And then this Solace, it's called, 2016, which I'm going to have to watch now. Mm, me too, yeah. Because it's a good cast. Hopkins is as an action figure kind of thing. He's running around. It's Check out really? the trailer, guys. It's Okay. It's bananas once you know it's, it was meant to be sequel to seven called eight and then <laughs> it was obviously a decent enough script as a standalone why they had to shoehorn it into being a seven sequel is just because people love money oh, um, yeah true but it just shows how long like a script sit yeah untouched from like yeah. 2002 until 2016 does that one thing. count because it got made but not what original, the original purpose. Mm, true. Not with Morgan Freeman, David true. Fincher, Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah. Not not a sequel to Seven. No, it's not. It's called Solace. And it's yeah. very much not a sequel to Seven. Okay. But the idea of trying to make some, what's his name, Summerfield, 
Somerset, Somerset, I think. Mm, in... Yeah, Somerset. Not Somerset. Uh, that's the supermarket. <laughs> well, it's also a county, Somerset. Uh, I know, has, but... Have psychic powers all of a sudden. I was like, well, wouldn't they have been in the first one? Yeah, exactly. Like cha- trying to change the ending to seven. The ending of seven is brilliant. Don't <laughs> what change in it. the box? What <laughs> exactly. Box? Like still regularly say that's my wife whenever we get a package now i, I think everyone does it. it's one of the best endings ever yeah uh because i don't think you know it's coming when you no. first see it no when you first see it you don't definitely not yeah, and the fact that you don't see it either if you know what i mean like you don't there's like, a there's a frame yeah I believe. Like, yeah or just yeah but so no, quick no, like. no spoilers here but if you haven't seen seven go check out seven and then uh, then go watch solace and see if uh, any way they connect together yeah um, that would be my pick. I'm intrigued by it. What's your my, next one? My next two have got a very, uh, have got a running theme. So mm. see if you can spot the theme when we get to it. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Elevate every morning with Tommy John's Second Skin Underwear. The luxurious support of Second Skin guarantees everything will go smoothly. With over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five-star reviews, guys love Tommy John. Plus, your most valuable assets are covered with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. Shop Tommy John's friends and family sale right now and get 25% off site-wide at TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. But my next one is Con Air 2, oh. also known as Con Airport. <laughs> is that what the name was? Yeah. <laughs> okay, talk me through Con Airport. It works. It I mean, rolls off the tongue. Essentially. <laughs> Sorry. Um, essentially. So Con Air 2, Con Airport, sees John Cusack running an airport. Right. Which is an airport for, for like, prison transfers, essentially. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. And, yeah, essentially Con Air happens again. <laughs> but at, <laughs> at an airport? So they're flying again at some point? Yeah, I think they are, they are supposed to be flying again. Or are they taking over the airport like a diehard situation? Uh, I, it doesn't really say, to be honest. Like there's not, like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I believe. I I imagine it's probably a bit of both. But Cameron Poe is somehow back in it as like he's recruited as like an agent. Um, yeah, he'd work kind of, there. Yeah, you'd want to hire him. I've I don't think before. he works there, but I think Kusak gets him back to like help him get the airport back. Pretty much. <laughs> sounds bonkers. <laughs> sounds absolutely ridiculous. I reckon they've been trying to make a Con Air two for. A- there is another time. there is another idea well petros which... came up with an idea well i mean there's there's one that nick cave has has floated oh which link he basically says um he would do it if the studio nick cave or nick cage no nick... <laughs> what did i say you said nick cave did i not nick cave 
Fucking hell. <laughs> this is all staying in. It's wonderful stuff. Oh, please don't leave all this in. <laughs> so Nick Cage. Nicholas on. Cage had an idea where he said he would come back if they, all the convicts were like reanimated as like super convicts. Um, <laughs> I'd watch it. Or watch it. potentially robots. I'd watch it. <laughs> I'd definitely watch it. I mean, they can't do train because that's been done on Under Siege. Yeah, then... no, no. It's definitely an airport thing. So it's basically kind of Die Hard 2, I think. Um, well, that's with, kind of been done. But then if you go into... And... A lot of people want it to happen in space as well. And I think that's yeah. been done with a Guy Pierce film called Lock Up. Oh, a little right, okay. bit. But I'd watch Nicolas Cage in anything. Absolutely. And I think uh, there's, there were rumours, like last year, that Hot Air 2 was in development. Um, well, he's so hot right now. Yeah, he is, right, he is hot right now. But God knows what they're going to do with it. If it goes down the Nick Cage route, then it's... I said Cage that time, definitely, yep. right? Yeah. Um, if it goes down the Nick Cage idea route, then it's going to be mad. If it goes down like the airport route, it's going to be mad. mad. Like, if it's whatever happens, it's going to be a bit mad. Does it have a date on when they suggested Con Airport? It works. That name works. Um, uh, When was it floated for? I think it was like... Dude, was it dude. early 2000s? It can't 2016, have been 2016, I think. Really? Yeah. That recent? Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. I mean, apparently we're getting a face-off too, and I still can't believe that's happening. Uh, until I actually see that, then I'll believe it. I mean, 2014, uh, they floated Con Air in space, like you've just mentioned. So these there have so, been so many kind of rumours about it. So, yeah, um, like Simon West, the director, floated Con Air in space in 2014. Yeah, I think, was it last year? They was at the uh, the Action Film Festival. He was t- still talking about an idea of... Yeah. But I don't know how that would work. You can't send convicts to space, can you? Have they been doing that? Have I <laughs> missed happened. the news? No, it definitely haven't, hasn't happened. So, God knows. I, I, I don't know. It sounds bonkers. I don't think it was ever ever likely to get made. I think it's just something that's been floating about in rumours for a long time. Yeah. And it's kind of come back now. 2022, last year, there were strong rumours of a Conair sequel. I just had a thought about Conair on a boat, because, you know, a prison boat. Speed 2. Speed, <laughs> that is exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Boats aren't actually that exciting. Or <laughs> <laughs> fast, I would end up really? being like The Rock, though, Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Thinking of, like, yeah. I'm surprised they haven't done a sequel to that as well, to be honest. Mm. All of Nicolas Cage films all deserve sequels, but the one that most deserves a sequel, and it's not on my list, so because okay. I have to say it for a number of time, is The National Treasure Free. Oh, yeah. I mean, that. the reason that's not on this list is because it hasn't been dumped. It's happening, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm currently watching the TV series. and they're... I started. I watched the first they're episode, but it. I haven't got any further yet. That's okay. It's okay. Yeah. I'll it's the nicest I can be about it. It's 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 passing time. Um right, my number my other one. Yeah. Which I always wanted it so much when I was young. I didn't know the, the synopsis or the plot, but I always thought there should be a Roger Rabbit two. And then I went down this black hole you sent me and mm. apparently there was meant to be one. Yeah, because it, it was a surprise hit, Roger Rabbit, wasn't it? And Disney yes. scrambled and went, Oh money. <laughs> So it's meant to be called Roger Rabbit 2, Toon Platoon. Toon yeah. Platoon. Why do they call it? Why do they just call it Platoon? I don't know. Because who knows? Toon Platoon. That doesn't... Yeah. T- platoon would have worked, guys. Uh, and it's... Well, 
There's there's a longer synopsis, but I won't go into that one. The follow-up of Robert Zemeckis' semi-animated classic Who Framed Rod Roderick was a prequel set in 1941 where Roger and his cartoon pals travel to Europe to rescue his wife, Jessica Rabbit, from Nazis who are forcing her, <laughs> forcing her to make propaganda films for the Third Reich. Now, I can go more into this, but wow. obviously Spielberg didn't like the link no, to the, I could to, imagine. To the Nazis. Yeah. So he didn't even want his name on it. Mm. And the first draft was apparently there's a draft. They even did, they've done tests of the wow. animation at some point in 1989. Was Bob um, Hoskins back? I'm not quite sure. He's kind of in this list of secondary characters, but there's another male character called Richard Richie Davenport. And, uh, so it's weird because it's meant to be a prequel so it's not a sequel so I'm already breaking my own rules here Rich okay um, whoops and the, the idea that apparently the Americans use so oh my god I, I could do this whole thing so it's a prequel not a sequel the film is set during World War 2 Roger Rabbit a toon rabbit living with a human family the Randalls learns that they are not his real family his mother had left him on the doorstep as a baby so he decides to head out into the world to find his birth mother along the way he runs into another human Richie Davenport who is heading out to Hollywood to make it big as an actor since he has a fear of heights that keeps him from joining the Air Force like his father before him once in Hollywood Richie and Roger meet two women a human named Wendy Rowan and a toon named Jessica Cudnip, who or who work as radio performers, so that's Jessica Rabbit. Right, okay. Uh, they go on separate quests, Roger to find his mother and Richie to become an actor, but neither find any luck. When Richie finally does land a pint in Hollywood, Roger, in searching for his mother, accidentally stumbles onto the movie set and disrupts shooting. The director and, and studio exec think Roger has what it takes to be a star, but Richie is upset at Roger for ruining his big break. At that moment, however, they learn that Pearl Harbor has been bombed, <laughs> triggering America entry into World War II. To make matters worse, Jessica and Wendy learn that their boss at the radio station Otto Green is in fact in league with the Nazis who kidnaps them and takes them to Germany where he enslaves Jessica as a Tokyo Rose type propagandist using Wendy as a bargaining chip. 18 months later the Allies have gotten a foothold on the European continent. The US government decides to use the indestructible of tunes, they cannot be harmed by enemy attacks, to their advantage in the war. Unfortunately, however, when the tombs actually do arrive on the battlefield, they are more inclined to entertain as as actually attack, so they are reassigned to a supply base. Meanwhile, Richie has enlisted in the army in Europe, but his fear of heights threatens to platoon, so he's removed too. Much to his dismay, the same supply base as the Toons. To add insult to injury, he is to share his barracks with Roger, who have been trying to uh, avoid for the last 18 months. Now, I mean... Come There's on. a lot to unpack there, right? <laughs> Just at that point, <laughs> Pearl Harbor happens. <laughs> wow. Okay. Now, who was smoking what at that point when they wrote that <laughs> script? And then whoever thought, oh, that sounds decent. That was let's write a script and let's, let's make a do epic, test. an epic Roger Rabbit. But I mean, that's got more in it than Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. The idea that they use tunes because they're indestructible, I think it's quite clever. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> oh, oh, bloody. It's like using bad guys from Indiana Jones, the Nazis are the bad guys. <laughs> it's really weird. Yeah, it's, it is. Yeah. It's really strange. I kind of want to see it, though. Like, I do kind of. There's wanna... two cameos. There's Wiley Coyote, Roadrunner, 
Falcon, Leghorn, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, oh, he was God. there. <laughs> yeah, Droopy Dog, Goofy, Chippendale, Pluto, Seven wow. Dwarfs, Donald Duck, Mickey Mouse is going to be in it, apparently. Tasmanian Devil, oh my God, Pepper Le Pew, Dumbo at some point. Wow. Well, Dumbo's in the, the first one. Dumbo, just, at the Toon Platoon in Naples, his tr- trunk is used as a hose to wash grime off a plate. A plane, not a plate, dickhead. <laughs> I mean, I can't believe it's like that that well formed. Like it's a proper treatment, right? Like... Yeah. The script takes place from nineteen forty one to nineteen forty three. Steven Spielberg refused to sign on to the film due to its cartoonish description of Nazis. Which is understandable. That's fair enough, yeah. I yeah. don't understand how they thought that would be also the Toon Platoon. Just call it Platoon. Mm. Maybe they didn't have permission. I mean of of all the ones we've talked about, I kinda wanna see that one the most. <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't done a Roger Rabbit sequel because or prequel, yeah, uh, yeah, because it it would work. I mean, it would work now because the animation would be better, like Enchanted and Disenchanted kind of mm. thing. Uh, sadly, you know, there's no Eddie Valen, there's no Bob Hoskins characters. But then you wouldn't need him if it's a prequel like that, would you? No, but even if a sequel nowadays, Roger Rabbit's a tune. You could still yeah, yeah. do something Tunes now. Tunes don't die. Kathleen Turner's still around doing her voice of Jessica Rabbit would still work. Yeah, yeah. And every wow. boy fancied Jessica Rabbit when they were young, right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was a sexy cartoon. <laughs> Don't I, deny I mean, Richard. I, I want to watch it. I want to see it. <laughs> I, just, I just can't get over how people thought, like, let, let's let's make it about war. <laughs> yeah. Let's get the Nazis in uh, and so the if Japanese. You do, a, do a prequel. We've got to do it in the early 40s. What happened in the early 40s? <laughs> <laughs> Gold. War. <laughs> Fucking hell. Well, I'm, I'm not surprised right. that wasn't made. Wow. Okay. That's yeah. wild. So, the third choice. Talking about I mean, wild. Talking about wild. For me, is uh, is Gladiator 2. And we know, well, I, think, I think pretty strongly that Gladiator 2 is going to happen. But not this Gladiator 2. But not this Gladiator 2. So the Gladiator 2 that I'm talking about is the Nicolas Cage written Gladiator 2. Nicolas Cave! Ni- what? Sorry? It's Nick Cave. Is it? Yes. Oh, okay. You're getting your Nicolas. This has all got to stay in now. <laughs> I thought Nicolas Cage wrote it. <laughs> Oh. So Nick this Cave, is Nick, the Nick Cave as in Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Nick yes. Cave. That's what. That's even wilder. <laughs> <laughs> he only wrote one movie by this point, and out of the blue, oh, he got a phone call saying, God. "Can you have a crack at, at Gladiator Two? And Nick yeah. Cave to Russell Crowe was like, "Mate, didn't you die in the first one?" <laughs> and he's like, "You can work around that." Right. Okay. Does it, does it make more sense now? Uh, if anything, less. <laughs> I thought Nicolas Cage wrote it. <laughs> I'm not having a good day. I, that, like it's clear. Um, okay, so the, the Nick Cave <laughs> version of Gladiator Two, which basically sees Maximus come back from the dead to kill Jesus. <laughs> But he's somehow, yeah, somehow ends up being immortal and ending up fighting in wars throughout history and like World War Two and Vietnam and then ends, yeah, he, he ends the movie working war. at the Pentagon. Like, <laughs> I mean, it sounds bonkers, and I really want to see it. 
I, I think it's bonkers that Gladiator 2 is now getting a sequel anyway. Yeah, uh, Paul Mescal, apparently. He's going to play the son, isn't he, of yeah. what's face? Possibly Maximus's illegitimate son. You know, that's, that's hinted at in the movie, isn't it? It is. Um, but yeah, so it's going to Lucius, I think, isn't it? But we know that I don't think. Well, Frostcaro is in the new one. It's going to be like flashbacks or talking yeah. from heaven kind of thing. I don't, I, or you know, mm. visions. I don't think it's going to be come back as a a sword wielding demigod to kill uh, Jesus Christ. No, I don't think so. Yeah, and there's, I think there's a hint in the script that that Russell Crowe's son doesn't die in the first one and actually he's Jesus. What? He's the Jesus character. So they don't call him Jesus because obviously that would be like, uh, yeah, a bit dodgy. They're kind of like something that's like, like Heretheus or something. And uh, yeah, apparently that is Russell Crowe's son and the gods trick him into killing his own son. And then he goes, he kind of wages war, joins the Christians and wages a war against the gods. And that's, they, they punish him by making him immortal essentially just to let you know there is the script of this is on the internet yes yeah sort of like briefly skimmed <laughs> yeah there he does end up at the pentagon you're right yeah sounds mental sounds mental but i really kind of want to watch it <laughs> again maybe it's one they could make as a separate movie that doesn't have to be gladiator 2 yes like you'd just be like take a, a a warrior and the gods send him back and but i think they have to change the whole to get all jesus <laughs> yeah yeah like i say it's not actually jesus but why is it called christ killer well i think that was a working title <laughs> okay <laughs> i just love the way they were like okay what can we do with gladiator 2 <laughs> how can we engineer it that russell crowe comes back yeah, that's um, what they that's what they needed big time. Yeah, yeah. That's what they really wanted at that point. They had to get Russell Crowe back because Russell Crowe was once the biggest star in the world. He was massive. Yeah, absolutely. He brought a lot of buck. Mm, true. Now, not so much. I don't think they're worried about that as much now. So what about your... I mean, is that the, the version that you want to see as well? Yes, absolutely. There? As soon as I've stumbled across it. And I've known it for a while, a little bit, because I always thought... That's mental. That's actually mental. I mean, even be more mental if Nic- Nicholas Cage wrote it, Rich. That would be even more mental. That would be even more mental. <laughs> but the way you approach Nick Cage... Uh, Nick Got me doing it now. Nick <laughs> Cave. And who only written one film. Like, oh, yeah, can you have a crack at this uh, sequel to the, the biggest, one of the biggest films of the time? It's, I think because he was his mate and he was Australian, maybe. Is Nick Cave Australian? Was Nick he Cave English? is Australian, yeah. There you go. Yeah, but yeah. I can't believe that there's actually there's actually a script. I might sit down and read this if I ever got time. Yeah, I yeah. It, I think just the description of it. <laughs> That's right. In Nick Cave's hands, Gladiator Two would have involved the Christ Man and God, along with a bunch of Roman gods, all on the same theological footing. Yeesh. Cave explained that Maximus postmortem goes down to purgatory and is sent down by the gods who are dying in heaven because there's this one god there's this christ character down on earth who is gaining popularity so so many of the gods are dying so they send gladiator back to kill christ and his followers yeah apparently so i mean yeah yeah you know yeah but I oh do like, yeah <laughs> i do like the idea of a man being sent down through different wars like mm. he just keeps getting reincarnated in different wars kind of thing uh that one might have been interesting but yeah. it didn't have to be the Maximus character. No. I mean, it's, yeah, it's bonkers, right? Because we've talked about how they find other scripts and try and shoehorn it into 
like the eight to seven this one was actually made for a gladiator 2 it sounds like it was another script and i thought let's make this a gladiator 2 but mm. it wasn't and it's it's mental but the actual new gladiator 2 that news also i was like i don't know where to, how to feel about that and apparently 2024 we're getting it well ridley like, scott's now like 85 and the man's still making movies it's same as clint eastwood is like 91 and still going incredible yeah, well, feat apparently ridley scott is i mean he's, he's finishing off his napoleon one and straight into gladiator 2 always yeah. back to back to back to back films yeah he's got an incredible worth a work ethic um and i'm glad he's directing it don't get me wrong he doesn't make he makes pretty good films not all of them work no, uh, no what's that's the, true. The, what's the uh the house of gucci one was uh, I, I thought it was all right like uh, it wasn't the worst thing i've seen <laughs> but it also wasn't the best yeah <laughs> But we would like to hear from everyone else, our listeners, about yeah. what are, not your dream sequels, the ones that you've heard about never got made that kind of blew your mind kind of Yeah, thing. absolutely. Yeah. Like the weird ones. Cause so not the ones there. you really want, but ones you've gone, that would be mad. Wow. Yeah. Let us know. Get on the socials, at Unequal Sequel on Twitter and on Instagram. Let us know what your wild, crazy sequels that got dumped and never made are. And uh, we'll read them all out at the uh, in the monthly roundup at the end of yeah, January. I'd like to hear them because I know there's some weird alien ones out there. Alien Free on a Wooden Planet, written by Vincent Price, was one of them at one point. Wow. That sounded interesting. And then they changed it to like a the actual Alien Free we've seen. But yeah, I'd love to hear them. Yeah, Karen sounds cool. Yeah, so while you're on there, while you're on the social medias, check out anotherslice.com as well. So anotherslice.com forward slash unequal sequel. You can get on there and there's loads of extra content. There's going to be a really interesting uh, trailer breakdown. We've had a trailer breakdown for ages, have we, Dave? I'm looking forward to it. Ant-Man the Wasp Quantumania trailer breakdown on Another Slice, um, as well as all the sequels to our interview episodes and other bits and bobs and stuff on there too so subscribe to that 2.99 a month if you can't afford to do that then just hit the subscribe button hit the auto download button on your pod player of choice and we'll drop into your uh drop into your pod player every single week um we understand it's difficult times are tough money is tight at the moment 2.99s it's not a lot it's not a lot but it's a little bit and we know not everyone's gonna be able to afford that so if you want to help us out without that financial contribution, just tell your friends. Just share us on social media. Just tell people, get get involved. The more listeners we can get, the more we can do that carry on doing this stuff. It's great fun. So yeah, thanks a lot. We Beautiful. Love you. Yeah, we we do really do appreciate all the listens and downloads, especially in our, I'm going to call this our down period. Is that, yeah. is that fair to say? Inter-season period, yeah. yeah. Inter-season while we just recoup and then me and Rich, once he's well enough to go back to the pub, because <laughs> that's what we do that might be a couple of weeks <laughs> yeah and then we'll start talking about season five but go check out season four three two one sounds like i was counting down i'm still convinced that season five is going to be like our fast five and it, we're going to so. like get the rock and vin diesel in <laughs> on the same episode would be sa- incredible oh could you imagine <laughs> we're the people that bring them together uh finally uh i've got nothing else to say you got anything else to say rich no mate all done so it is a goodbye to me. Goodbye to me. Goodbye from me. That's bye-bye. the one. Fucking hell. And it's a bye-bye from him. Bye!
See you on next week's episode, which is the sequel to this week's episode. Oh, lovely. Bye-bye. <laughs> is that what I said last week? I can't remember. It was like that. I think something like that, but it was good. Man, this episode's going to be so Smooth. rubbish. Oh. <laughs> no, it's going to be great. I loved it. Nicholas Cage in Cave. <laughs> I mean, that's easy oh, to trip people up. <laughs> now you can go for the operation. Enjoy. Bye. Bye.